Hello, lovely people. I want to take a quick moment to tell you about Two East Eighth Productions' newest short film project called Sid Penrose. This is a deeply personal project about depression and suicide. But more than that, it's about choosing to face another day when you're at your lowest. Many involved with this film have had first-hand experience with depression and suicide, and that is why they are so passionate about bringing this story to life. Head over to Indiegogo and search for Sid Penrose, a short film, to help them reach their $3,000 production goal. With your contribution, 2 East 8th will be paying the amazingly talented cast and crew needed to make this the best film possible. Any funds that are left over will be donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Check it out, contribute if you can, and spread the word to help make this project come to life. This week's podcast is brought to you by Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Well, good news, Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And if you're a fan of soccer, Elfin and Castle is the place to be for the Women's World Cup through July 7th to watch all of your favorite teams compete. Come on down to Elfin and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is also brought to you by Brady's Slow-Drying Paint. Everyone knows that the longer something takes to get done, the better it is. That's why Brady's Slow-Drying Paint is the best, because it takes 48 hours to dry. Enjoy telling your kids to stay out of their bedrooms while the paint on their walls is still drying. Impress your neighbors by telling them that you bought the good stuff and it takes a full two days before the color really sets into the walls. Peruse the vast spectrum of six colors of paint that are available at your disposal Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and 3.30 to 5 p.m. at bradyssdpaint.com. Enter the promo code MINDGAPPAINT to get a free color swatch today. Happy birthday, America! On this week's episode, Justin and I explore the idea of the 4th of July, the concepts of tradition, and why we do what we do for holidays. We talk about the deeper meaning behind those government-sponsored days off and how things can get creepy from time to time when you really stop and think about the details of what we ask kids to do in the name of the United States of America. Get out that folding chair, put on your sunglasses, tell Brantley to stay away from the goddamn sparklers, and get ready to enjoy episode 203 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. No, because of scrubs, because of um, oh sure, what's it nuts? I get it. Yeah, I get how frustrating that is. Oh, it can be. I mean, that movie came out May. Yeah, no, April. It's not like 28th. it came out ten years prior. I mean, we're looking at two months at this point for one of the most anticipated movies of all time. So, 
If you're just like, oh, I'm just getting around to it, but it is a dick move nonetheless. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, I can understand both sides. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can ap- fully appreciate the fact that, like, guy, guy, look, it's mm-hmm. fucking, it's Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Or, yeah. Where have you been? And they have just re-released it. Right. So you, you're like, oh, I'm finally, I missed my opportunity. Now I'm going to go see it. But it never was pulled out of the theaters. No, it's just, well, it's being re-released with additional footage. Right. It's but got it, an intro and an extra scene. Okay. Do you know what it is? Have you read about it? No, I don't care. Okay. Um, just because I'm, I just want it to beat Avatar. So I'm like, you guys do whatever you got to do. They're not far. No, I think last I checked, they were like 40 million behind. So that's yeah. really, they're pretty damn close. Yeah. So I feel like if anyone should top Avatar, it's and domestically it's, they've hit the number two slot. Comfortably, really comfortably, yeah. What are they at domestically? 800 million. Is that what? It, yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. What's number one? Uh, Star Wars: uh, Force Awakens. Really? I thought. Yeah. I thought. Okay, that's fair. Avatar is third. Interesting. Regardless, I mean, I cannot wait till that movie comes out at the end of July. I'm gonna. I've only seen it once, and I've been dying to see. Oh, it again. Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Hag has seen it five or six times now. Had a boy, Hag. Way to add to that total. So we're talking. Way to do your part. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, maybe fifteen hours. I of his saw life. some stupid ass headline of some guy that had seen it over a hundred times. No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm sorry. Too many times. That's insane you also have no that's life. a lot of money a lot even of... if you hit matinees right dude that's right. 500 bucks right <laughs> plus you spent th- 300 hours of your life Ugh. look man that's sad man i love movies i've seen some things more than i'd like to i've seen guardians of the galaxy probably 20 times right two you know i'm, I'm fine like i it, that's, that's how it is but to willfully go and do that is just that's at that point that can't even be enjoyment no because what do you what are you getting after that after the after the ninety eighth time, you know and you're like let's Ooh. reel it back after the eighth time, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I like at at some point like what are you getting out of it? At like, ninety eight, it's like well, I'm gonna get to a hundred, right? You know, I just I like yeah, I guess after the eighth time, you know, mm-hmm. like are you going are you going back in going? All right, let me see if I can pick out because I still don't have this time travel thing figured out. Right, I'm gonna go in and really. I want to see if there's any continuity here. Right, <laughs> each time you go in and you only focus on one character, you're like, this I'm is just... the continuity right. viewing. <laughs> just looking for continuity, nothing else. Nothing else. Next one's gonna be editing. You know, right, I just want to see the editing. The next one's gonna be dialogue. Right. <laughs> Sound mixing. Yes. You're going to go through like all the Oscar categories <laughs> exactly, for each one. Yes. <laughs> Costumes. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's got a little notebook he has in each, each, uh-huh. uh, for each viewing. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. He's a, he's an idiot. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited for it, but you know, when it comes out, it comes out. I'm, yeah. And I'm excited for when it comes out. What, something just came out. Uh, God, what were they releasing on eight? I just saw one of those. Uh, HBO will do the thing. Prior to you watching a movie or something, it'll be like, here's what's coming this month. Mm-hmm. And they've got a ton of like awesome movies coming out, and I cannot oh, yeah. remember what they are. <laughs> oh, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald Oh yeah, coming I, out. I, I, I check really want to check that out. I've heard, I know it caught some flack, yeah. but I don't know why. It's one of those things where like when Venom is out, where I can watch it. I want to watch, watch it so it. bad. I've heard. <laughs> I want to watch it so bad, Doc. I do too. I was like, I'm just not going to go to the theater to see no! it. So I'm, but I'm very curious. It's on Stars right now. In Crimes of Grindelwald, it's the same thing where I'm like, yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, I, I just wasn't going to go to the theater to see it. But um, <laughs> it's funny because I saw a headline the other day that said that uh, Feige thinks that the Venom and S- Spider-Man movie is going to happen. He says it's, he thinks it's almost inevitable just because they're, and I know there's problems because Venom exists in its own world. Spider-Man exists in his own world, but he right. basically said because Venom and Spider-Man are so profitable, right? 
He's like, basically, his thing is like, did, financially, it makes sense. Did Venom actually make turn a profit though? It did. It did, did it. really well. Because the thing was, I could see him saying that if uh, if he was like, you know, uh, Sony Sony will come back to us. Basically, I yeah. like if he's saying, you know, oh, oh th- this this crossover is inevitable because Sony will realize that they tried to venture out on their own yet again and yet again they fucked up. So they had a hundred million dollar budget. It, it grossed worldwide eight hundred fifty five. God million. damn. Domestically, 213. So not great so where domestically. Does that, where does that sit all-time uh, all worldwide? Let's do all-time worldwide. Um, all right. Control oh, F. There's, there's far more than I thought. 69. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 69th overall. Just under Inside Out and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. There are far more, and it got beaten out by Wolf, Wolf Warrior, Warrior 2? What the fuck is this? Oh, I think we know what that is. Uh, foreign language. Okay. Um, I hey, just, for something that was $30 million, that cost the production budget that much <clears throat> and made eight hundred and seventy. that's a fucking... That's a win. That's a win and that a half a right there. That is a win and a half. Wow. I'm just shocked at how many movies are above $800 million. Right? This is an insane amount of It used to be money. the billion dollar mark yeah. was like, the Dark Knight was like 12th. Right. Like a long time ago. Now it's 38th. It's the oh, it's, it's, it's like 1 million, 1 billion and 4 million. So there are 38 movies that have grossed over a billion dollars worldwide. That's fucking bananas, right? man. And now you're at the point where there's four. Also, it sucks that The Dark Knight is that far down the list. Because right? The Dark Knight's a damn good movie. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> well, yeah, that's The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's yeah that one. And then it, there's four that have grossed over two billion. That's crazy. Uh, and it, it, 400 million is the separation for the fifth. Like that, the yeah. amount of, and I mean, I know it seems like peanuts when you get up to that Hold point. Hold on. Please. Where's Endgame? Why isn't Endgame on here? Is it because it's not officially done yet? Is that probably why? No, not at all. That's weird. Because then that's five. That should be on there. Because you got Infinity War, that's fourth. Force Awakens, third. Titanic. Nope. nope. We're seeing something's wrong. Yeah. Because something's wrong here. Refresh this. <laughs> Refresh this page. Nope. Still. still Go back still. to all time. <laughs> I'm pissed now. Worldwide? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. What on the there. hell's going on? Why isn't it there? Why is Endgame not on here? Well, Do a con- control F. <laughs> find Endgame. Where'd it go? Hold on. We've got to find this. Find Endgame. It's not there. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, that can't be true. I just looked it up. There's Marvel's The Avengers, Ultron, Infinity War. I looked it up on the way here. And Endgame is 77. <laughs> is this just a. What? That doesn't make sense. No! That doesn't make sense at all! That's hardcorefalse.com. What? They've got this completely. It says four. They've got, they put a typo in You've here. You've got to clear your cache and your cookies. Your browser history is all fucked up. It says it's foreign. Uh, gross is $1 million. <laughs> Guys, we just, we just happened across Box Office Mojo when Box Office Mojo broke. You and I are both like, that doesn't make sense. All right, we know much better than that. Hold on, let me see if it's I go there. Foreign, it's foreign gross is $1.9 million. That's all it's made. All time, worldwide. <laughs> yeah! Okay, They might, so something must be happening where they're updating in the back end right yeah. now. Like, because, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Sunday hilarious. Sunday afternoon is when we're we're recording this. Yeah. There must be some sort of a refresh or they're, or they're fucking with their data, and it yeah. probably is dropped to the bottom. That's super funny. So, anyway, but... You, we should take a screenshot of that and tweet it out on MindGap's uh, page. All right, we'll do. We'll get that right now. That is hysterical. 
Be uh, like, false! <laughs> False.com! <laughs> Fuck you, box office mojo. That is hysterical. <laughs> that, I, got, uh, un, there, I was irrationally worried about that. That is... I know, you're like, that, no, 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 no. We're, no. Not, we're not living this up. What, what are we doing here, box office mojo? I'm also going to do the uh, um, all-time... <laughs> screenshot this be like hey guys congrats on avengers endgame for being 72nd overall oh, you gotta, no 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 you gotta show what 71st is oh, you revenge. gotta <laughs> you gotta show that it's under the oh guys congrats you almost beat revenge of the sith yeah we'll do one both <laughs> i love it <laughs> that is too funny they the, the amount that they have it at now was in like the first hour that it came out Oh, I'd be like, hey, congrats to Avengers Endgame. Couple of, you know, with this re-release, maybe you'll break top 70. <laughs> <laughs> You're just below Venom. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep going, you'll beat Venom. And right. Ma- and maybe Inside Out. <laughs> Keep going, Marvel. One day you'll, one day you'll beat out Sony. <laughs> maybe one day you'll reach to your, your former peak of uh, the Marvel's Avengers, your first one. Yes. This one was a total and utter failure. I mean, guys, really, like, who would have saw that coming? Oh, my God. Infinity War did so good. Oh, How could so you funny. guys screw this up? Oh, that's so great. Uh, speaking of stuff that's coming out, you know, right around 4th of July. So happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Is this coming out on the 4th of July? Yeah, it's coming it out on the 4th yeah. of July. Out on the 4th of July. You know what I mean? Happy birthday, America. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I get weirded out. I've seen signs that say, happy birthday, America. It kind of makes me feel weird. Yeah, I... We could go down a really deep rabbit hole here trying to figure out why anything that's pro-America makes us feel weird. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's put a pin there real quick. I want to tell you about the car I saw parked in the Jewel parking lot yesterday. Please. I pull in, and there's a Hummer. So there it is. There's, and there was, it says, my family on the back. You know, they usually have stickers. Yeah. Of like, you know, there's cool things like zombies. There's Star Wars stuff. It was five guns. Yeah. <laughs> assault rifles. Mm-hmm. As the parents and handguns as the kids. There's five of them, and the um, the license plate was Bomb Squad, and I was sitting there like, huh. I immediately was like, I don't, I don't want to be near this vehicle. Like it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And this shorter, fat blonde woman came and like got into the car, and I was like, okay, I guess. Like Doug's like, wait a second, all expectations have been shattered. I was like, I don't know what this is. What's happening right now? I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Bananas. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. I'm like, Ugh. it makes me feel really, really gross. But um, you know, I think it's funny because I was talking to Natalie because we're gonna go on a trip. We're gonna head to the Ozarks, and I'm telling her, you know, hey, on one of these days, we're gonna get to see fireworks. She loves fireworks. Yeah. And she, she goes, why? Yet another thing that Natalie and I have in common. <laughs> she says, why? Because I have to explain everything to her. Yeah. Says, hey, the sun's out. Yeah, why? Well, the sun's a mass of incandescent gas. And, you know, I have to go through the whole spiel. Absolutely. And, to yeah. her. and she's like, well, why? I'm like, because. Um, but I was like, they're going to do fireworks. She's like, why? And I was like, well. And I'm like, how do I explain 4th of July to her? I'm like, well, there's a very special day. And I kind of explain, you know, this is when America was founded. And to celebrate it, you know, on four, we call it the 4th of July. It's a holiday. You know, kind of like Christmas in a way. It's a holiday. And we set off fireworks. And she's like, okay. And as I was explaining it to her, I'm like, isn't it weird that this is a tradition that we've passed down now for several hundred years where it's yeah. like on this day, we shoot off fireworks to commemorate. Right. Our, you know, country's founding to sort of symbolize, you know, the bombs bursting in air is uh, all that sort of stuff. And it's something that we just do. And the because, ramparts. 
glare. Right. And uh, the solar flare. <laughs> you fist a bear. Yeah. Now we're now we're getting to American stuff. There it is. Um, but it, it's one of those <clears throat> things where the traditions that just get handed down and you just do it because. Right. Exactly. Because really, what is, I mean, what are... The the concept of fireworks, uh, you know, sure it's it's I suppose it's supposed to signify what F what is it F Scott Fitzgerald who wrote the uh... <laughs> I don't think it was F Scott Fitzgerald. Oh yeah, no, that's the author, isn't it? He wrote shit too. <laughs> Hold on, who uh, you? What the listeners have to understand, <laughs> what you got to understand is I've. <laughs> He's an uh, author for sure. Yes, yeah, he is. Uh, what, what was his famous uh, book? What do you, uh, what do you write? Let's, what, what do we got here? Uh, what do you got? Let's see. What, what do you got going on here? Uh, Short stories. What do you, uh, the Saturday on. Evening Post. I say he did uh, novels. Great Gatsby. That's there what it is. It was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote the national anthem. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you know that guy just before Great Gatsby in 1925. <laughs> exactly. The Great Gatsby was actually supposed to be the sequel to the <laughs> the national anthem. Um, so. <laughs> What the listeners have to understand is Doug just fed me a quesadilla that should have fed an army, and so I'm heavily into food coma right now. Oh, so it's, it's it was by Whitney, by Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's who did it. Is that ah? Who knew? Song by Whitney Houston. No, it's not. No, it's no, but it's the Star Spangled Banner Super Bowl Twenty Five Edition. But that's still not her song. I ah, know, but it's her version of that song. It's her. Uh, <laughs> Who wrote it? That's not how it goes. Music by Clarence? John Stafford Smith. Francis, lyrics Scott, by Francis Key. Scott Key. So see, there's three names. There's F. F. F Scott Fitzgerald. Right. F. Fran, F Scott, Scott Fitzgerald. There's, Scott, there's an F and a Scott in there. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not a smart man, Jenny. Uh, so anyway, I understand that, yeah, it's because of that. I both saw this at the same time. We're like, oh, Wait, Whitney Houston wrote this, obviously. <laughs> well done, yeah. You know, when Whitney Houston was in the fort and she saw the bombs <laughs> bursting over the ramparts. Yeah. Um, but, like, really, like, at this to, in this day and age, what, like, what do fireworks represent to to us? Like, mm-hmm. is it, does, does, if you if you did a poll of anyone at any fireworks event around the 4th of July, do you think most people could tell you what the fireworks signify? Well, Why I mean, are we doing this? Name name a holiday, and you can probably have the exact same thing. Christmas, you know, gifts. <laughs> right, exactly. Thanksgiving. A tree. Buffet. Right. You know, uh, Memorial Day. Day off from school and work. Right. Like, you know, That's what that's we a, do. Arbor you know, Day. Yeah. Trees. It's just, it's one of those things where these things have stopped really having, I think, the meaning that they intended because they just become routine. Yeah. So, um, you know, when it, when you think about that sort of stuff, and, and part of me, I'm 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 sort of, oh, what is it? I kind of like I'm split, I'm torn on some of that stuff because Memorial Day comes around, you see all of the, um, uh, like the posts on Facebook where people are like, hey, this day's not about barbecues, it's about remembering the fallen. Right. Don't forget that. And I'm like, whoa, relax. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, they're right. This isn't about. Right. It's the start of the summer blockbuster season, Memorial Day. Pools open. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what it's become. It, and, yeah. and it's it's one of those things where you're like, oh, almost when someone reminds you of it, you're like, shut the fuck up. But at the same time, it's like, no, you're right. Right. We should remember why we have this, this day is, off. This is a, there's a reason for this. Like, what's Labor not, Day for? It's for the laborers. 
It's a day to work. It's a day to work. <laughs> it's a day to work. It's Labor Day. We're recognizing you guys. Right. You do all the hard work. Get to it. Comes on a Monday. You work extra hard on that. <laughs> get to it, guys. Get to it, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. it's I, I don't know. I got to look it up. Like, this is the thing. I, I don't know what it means. Uh, it's a U.S. holiday. Uh, it honors the American labor movement and the contributions that workers have made to the development, growth, endurance, strength, security, prosperity, productivity, laws, sustainability, persistence, structure, and well-being of the uh, country. How I, many more adjectives we want to throw in there? I have that uh, as a tattoo on my That's body. Right. <laughs> Uh, it is a uh, Monday is a Monday, the long week, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So basically all those things, you don't work because of all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today. That's what it is. Um, yeah. But again, I, there's a lot of holidays. I think you could, you could probably ask people, what does this mean to you? And, you I kind of looped that into just traditions in general. Yeah. You know, like people just do things because like, well, we've always done it. Oh, absolutely. We just do this. And absolutely. It's like, oh, and you're like, oh, okay. And when you think about it. You know, it's it's like, wait, what? At Why one point, this? it probably had a reason. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. You know, and then it just got muddled. Yeah, because generations passed where people were like, oh, I wasn't there for that. But you hear the firsthand stories. It's right. like, well, dad was there. Right. And then granddad was there. And then it was like, I don't know. I mean, I read it in a book at one point in time to then, yeah, it's on the internet too. Like, well, my boss says I don't have to work. So right. and if I do, I get overtime. So that's what I remember about this day. Right. And I don't know. There's something to be said. I mean, you went on a trip. You know, to Boston, not that long ago, yeah. right? You know, and you talked about some of the stuff that you'd seen. They're like these old <laughs> statues and things like that. Yeah, well, there was just there was some stuff, uh, and I know I, I had come back and I had notes on it, but like uh, like talking point notes, not like uh, you know I had taken a, a historical notes of Boston. This statue's made <laughs> of ceramite. <laughs> but no, I think uh, like I, as as cool as it was to see. You know, I went to like the the location of the Boston Tea Party. They got a thing there, and they, uh, you are you all right? Sorry, I just got a message from my mom, and she just sent a message to my wife and I, and it says, "This is what I was hearing about." And the headline of this article is: CDC issues warning on crypto fecal parasite that can live for days in swimming pools. Crypto fecal parasite makes it sound like digital poop. <laughs> crypto fecal. That or like... Is that like uh, cryptocurrency? Or crypto. I don't even know what that means. But I was just like... Don't go in the pool. She was... She was you know, There's we, poo bugs in the pool. We mentioned, she asked like, hey, is there a pool, a good pool <laughs> in, in, where you live? I'm like, I don't know. We haven't really been. She's like, yeah, I know, right? Because of all the bacteria. And because I was of like, the, the crypto parasites? I was like, uh, I mean, we just haven't gone yet. I was right. like, we got her her own. And then she's like, this is what I'm talking about. The crypto fecal parasite. You can live for days. Uh, transmitted via swimming pools. It's on the rise. The parasite's full name is Cryptosporidium. It causes cryptosporidiosis, which can leave healthy adults suffering from a profuse watery diarrhea for as long as three weeks. The effects can be worse for children, pregnant women, and those with compromised immune systems. Come on. A little diarrhea never hurt anybody. I mean, I feel like it builds character, right? Right. You everyone, if you haven't gone through uh, crypto crypto fecal diarrhea, you haven't lived. That's what it means to be an American. God damn it! What you only have diarrhea for three weeks at a time? What are you? Are you an angel? Like what's happening there? Is your okay? I go two month sprints. You know, people have a cleanse. I do two month diarrhea cleanse. That's, That's right. What I do. I'm dangerously dehydrated in that time. Yeah. You know what? But I feel great when it's done. Right. Lose a lot of that water weight. 
I dropped 30 pounds. Easy. And then I go to Old Country Buffet right after to just start the process all over that's again. Right. Gotta, Sometimes it prolongs the diarrhea. That's true. I mean, you just don't keeps know. it going, you know? So Boston. Sorry, back to Boston. No, it was cool to see, like, the location of the, the Boston Tea Party. They had a the, they have a gift shop there, giant gift shop. For the Boston Tea for the Party? the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> and you can have tea there. Which I thought was cool because it's the same like varietals of tea that they had uh, dumped into the harbor, and uh, <laughs> into the harbor. Gonna make some tea with honey. Um, but you know, it was, sure, it was cool. And they did the little these little tours, and I would, I would from I didn't pay to go on the tour, but I could from. So did from, you just, so did you just go the on the porch. tour? You, like, you stow away on the tour, right? Well, no, I was afraid I would be put in the the the. Pat- did you follow them as they yeah. went down? <laughs> I'm not, this man. This. Yeah. I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for this. I'm standing by. It's my right as an American not to pay for this. Learn about my history. I'm following you guys. You know I'm how not the Jewish people have the birthright trip? This is my birthright. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not paying to walk around your city. I can do that on my own. I can do that on my own. Um, no, so I would stay from the uh, the porch where you could where it, there's a porch off the back of the gift shop uh, where you could sit and drink your tea and have whatever. But it overlooked where they were doing the tours and like they had a pulley system where you could pull up the boxes of tea and how heavy it was and you could try to throw one over the edge and then you pull it back God, up and this all this. People just trying really hard to get people to, to pay money to go on this. So I watched all of this. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I watched it and I was just like, God damn. And so everywhere I went, like there was references to the tea party and Paul Revere. And then you could go on Paul. There was a line around the town, around around like um, I can't remember North Center, Boston, or whatever it was called, but uh, where you could follow Paul Revere's path. And then they had this house, and this was Paul. How Revere's many bars stayed. did you stop to on Paul then, Revere's path? Yeah, right. <laughs> I needed a horse, but and I was done. <laughs> um, but it was it was one of those where I started. It's at first I was like, well, this is cool, but then I realized. They can't let go of their past. Mm-mm. And like I'm it almost there were some parts of Boston that were really hip and progressive and I'm like, this is cool. And there were some parts where I'm like, man, like you guys are I get it. Like the, the American history happened here, but, but come on, like let's bring this up to date a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like how are how long can we hold on to I I don't know. I cause I, I argue I argue both sides. I'm like, how long can we hold on to this? Like let's let's progress and let's get new shit in here. But then at the same time, if you've got a place that you can go back to 200, 250 years later and go, this is where this happened, mm-hmm. that's also kind of cool. But I, there's part of me that just feels like holding on to something that hard hinders progress. I think part of it for me is like people are profiting off of that. You know, they're using that as right. a way to be like, guys, you want to see what it was like to throw a thing at D over into the, into the harbor? You want to try? It's pretty hard. Right. It shows you they had to have at least three men. To, it's like... Okay, and those are the things... This is a one-wench pulley system. (laughs) This is a three-wench pulley system. Now, you'll notice that the three-wench pulley system is much easier. It's way more efficient, which is why we prefer that nowadays we just use levitation with our minds, and we don't even have to use pulleys. Now a machine would throw it into the harbor. (laughs) AI's fucking me over. Like, whatever. Another another job automated. (laughs) Thanks, fuck. (laughs) Thanks, Microsoft. (laughs) Thanks, Elon Musk. Um... But it's 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 those things where those are when I see that it's like going to me Venice. It's like you got to ride on a gondola. I'm like, no, I don't. Why? Yeah. I can have some crazy person sing to me on a boat wherever I am. Like, I don't need that. I don't need to pay 150 bucks to do that. <laughs> oh, son of 
Hey, Hank, uh, I know we just met, but I just want to enjoy the canals. Okay, I sing to you a little louder. Okay, you're from... (laughs) Dude, you're from Iowa. I know you don't have that accent. Oh, you don't know this about me. (laughs) We grew up together. We're strangers, but somehow we grew up together. I just ruined that story. Anyway, uh, the point being that um, it's just one of those things where I see those things immediately. I'm like, oh, this is a tourist bullshit trap. That's what it is. And The, The gift shop cheapened it. Of course. <laughs> I will say the gift shop cheapened it. You know, and it, it's it, it's some, definitely something, you know, I'm a big fan of understanding history and and uh, studying history because it's, you know, that's how you kind of prevent things from happening again. You know, a lot of people nowadays are like, look, we're putting immigrants in concentration camps, not unlike the Japanese or things like that. You know, it's important to have things like this you know, around to study because I think history is really important. But I also think that there should always be an asterisk next to history because when people try to, uh, you know, bring it up, it's like, how accurate is it? It's like that um, short story in um, The Sandman. Right. Where you have the character who's been around for a thousand years and he's dating a girl who was at um, a Renaissance fair. He's like... That's not how it goes. This isn't how it happened. Right. She's like, why? He goes, first of all, you're black. You would not be doing what you're doing. Right. <laughs> right. And it's just like, we, yeah, yeah. And those are the kinds of things where I think we PC it up a little bit, which is why I have a hard time watching these uh, historical fiction movies or shows, you know, where, where people stray from that because they inject current day's ideologies into the heroes and the villains. Okay. To be Do you like, have an example one? The Patriot. We talked about wow, this before. Wow, you came real quick with that. Okay, yes, um, yes. But yeah, like, you know, Mel Gibson's character is like, you know, the the British come to take his, his plantation. These men work for, he's like, by choice. For like, free, yeah. He's like, no, 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 sir. We work this this land as, as free men. He's like, well, then you, it's like, no, you don't. Right. This is the 1700s. <clears throat> you guys belong to Benjamin Martin. Like these, they, But they're injecting that in there where it's like, we're against... Sli-. I'm like, there may have been a very small portion of people that believe that, but that is not... That's how we as modern people are like, oh, he's a good guy. We have to make the hero of the movie. And it's like, I get it. You know, sometimes you have to fabricate some things, but it's also kind of dangerous in that regard yeah. because that's how people start to fabricate this idea of how things are. Even something as simple as like medical procedures. Sure. I was watching... Um, a music video today, and at one point they're giving this guy CPR, you know, like as as he's singing, and I was like, that's not the right way to do CPR. <laughs> and it's stupid, right? It's a stupid thing to say, but I, I learned that because I did a CPR class yeah, in preparation yeah. for Natalie's birth and the event that we need to do it, and I'm like, you have to push down really fucking hard. Right. You, like, you Typically, you break the sternum, right? Exactly. Yeah. They, have you seen the machines that they have where you they basically take somebody who's unconscious, un, unconscious and they strap their hands to this machine and it will automatically do compressions on their chest? No. It's terrifying Is it? because it's like it'll keep it'll get your heart started, but you're going to hurt afterwards. But it does. So instead, yeah. of, instead of someone having to get tired, the machine will just continually do it. <laughs> Another automation taking away people's jobs. Um, but it's it's one of those things where even something like that, you're like you're misrepresenting how medical procedures are done yeah. and how it's done correctly because people will take that gun myths. I love reading about, hey, here's things that you see in movies that you actually can't do in real life. Right. Or that will fail miserably. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, that bit that Bill Burr does when he talks about trying to get a gun and the guy's like, get a shotgun. He's like, why? I want a shotgun. He's like, because 
This ain't the movies, man. Right. You shoot, you miss, you miss all the goddamn time. Right. He's like, you don't want to worry about missing. You just want to have a good spread. You want know? something that sprays, yeah. Or or he does the same thing about uh, about helicopters. Yeah. Or he's just like, you know, in a zombie apocalypse, the guy just runs out, starts up the helicopter, <laughs> and just fucking takes off. And he's like, no, like you've got to you got to do your pre checks. You got to warm up the engine. You got to log your flight. Like, there's all these other things that you have to do yeah. to just prep it yeah. to just get off the ground. Sure. You know. And there's there's some fun in that stuff, but yeah. the problem is we're a dumb species, and people consume that. Yep, I love watching that stuff and being like, "That's nah, not real. Right. That's not real." And when I figure that stuff out, I'm like, "Oh shit, that's not real." You know? Yeah. It's like the idea that there's a surprise witness in a in a in a in a in a jury in a, in a court trial. It's like that doesn't happen. It's called discovery. Right. Everyone introduces material to each other so they can create their case. Absolutely. They can't just be like, "Just kidding, I have an ace in the hole that right. you don't know about." It's like that's not possible. Your Honor. We'd like to call John Smith, <gasps> and everyone just loses their the mind. Mormon guy. Right? <laughs> everyone, they, they, everyone loses their mind because it's like, oh, we didn't see that coming. And the defense yeah. is like, guys, we know. Right? They told us. Right? Oh no, no, we. Yeah, he was on the roster of, of witnesses. You were calling. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the movie uh, My Cousin Vinny. Yes, is consistently studied by law. Yep. Like because yeah, like, wrong. No, because it's actually oh, one of the no, no, most no. accurate. Sorry, yes, 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 yes. I yeah. love that because at the time I was studying like business law, and there's a part where Joe Pesci was like talking with the prosecutor. He's like, "Man, I'd really love to get my hands on that evidence." And the guy's like, "Okay." And he goes back to his girlfriend. He goes, "I totally talked him into giving it over." She goes, "They have to. Right. It's called discovery, you idiot. They have to hand it over." He thought he got one over on him. He's like, "I got this. I totally got him to give it up with hardly any trouble at all." It's like they have to give it to you. <laughs> I would love to have another attorney on here and just have him tell us like the the best and worst movies for law. It'd be the same thing like with doctors. Right, have a doctor best on here and worst like medical. Yeah, like shows. What are the ones where like wow, that's actually really fucking yeah. accurate versus like yeah, that's totally bonkers. I, I think uh, it's not GQ. It's uh, Esquire or Vanity mm-hmm. Fair. Vanity Fair, I think, is what it is because they do a bunch. Vanity Fair has been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's them. Uh, but they do they do these things where um, like celebrities will break down their best roles and they. they there's one that they do where they take a expert in a field. They take a doctor or they take a rock climber. They took mm-hmm. that guy that did that scaled that one uh, in that that uh, documentary that just yeah, came yeah. out. And he breaks down rock climbing in movies mm-hmm. like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible and other thi- uh, um, cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just like, okay, this technique, and he actually breaks it down. I'm sure they've got to have one out for doctors and lawyers, oh, but I would I've love seen them on there where it's like yeah. a real doctor like watches these clips or these movies and like yeah. and reacts or it's like fuck that that's not true right that's there's not no real way. or yeah. whatever and and that's kind of fun because there's you know look I'm not saying everything has to be 100 percent accurate sure. all the time it's a movie but there's also I think a little bit of responsibility that goes behind that because when people walk out going like holy shit you can shoot two guns at the same time right. and be super accurate no you can't right MythBusters says otherwise right. I saw that episode. The people who do this and they do the the T. Yes. One arm <laughs> extended straight out to the right, one to the left, and yeah. they just start firing. Yeah. Or even if they're both facing forward, sure, yeah. they're super inaccurate. Or if you're jumping or rolling yeah. or, yeah, running. Yeah. Or the idea, it's like common things like, oh, he just got hit in the arm with a bolt. He's fine. I'm like, that guy could lose all functionality of his arm depending on what you hit. Right. You know, because yeah. you think, oh, these guys, yes, he, oh, he just got shot in the arm. He's totally fine. Right. He may sever nerves in there. Absolutely. You know? I, I, if that hits an artery, you could bleed out. Exactly. Like I remember watching, uh, even reading uh, Walking Dead at one point. Michonne like slips, you know, cuts the the governor on the thigh. I'm like, what's that dude? Oh, that's where a main artery is. Right. <laughs> He's dead. Right. Or, or thought allegedly. Right. You could bleed out that way. It's like, oh, we don't understand things very well. <laughs> 
I think there's a yeah. You've you've got to take entertainment at face value. Yeah, you got to take that kind of stuff at face value. But but going back to like the traditions and the history and stuff like that, I think there's there's there definitely. I don't know. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. There should be a little more understanding of the stuff that we're celebrating to some degree. Like yeah. you know, something yeah. for Fourth of July. Like I get it. That's the founding of the country <clears throat> and things like that. And and to some extent, you should celebrate any way that you see fit. You know, and 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 however. But it's just it's weird to me that we just get in these modes. Like I will have celebrated my 36th Fourth of July this year. And most of the time, I'm like, "Cool, let's go on a trip. Uh, let's go barbecue. Yeah, that's what we do for this." And the the day loses meaning. Yep. And I'm not saying we have to sit there and you know get on our knees and be like, "Thank you, United States, for founding itself 300 years ago." You know, or not quite, but I'm good at math. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I don't know. It just it seems. I, I guess I have a hard time just getting in a routine of doing things just yeah. because you're supposed to do them. Sure, sure, sure. Practical sure. Doug can't can't rationalize it, that. It should be one of those things where I think maybe, and I, it probably needs to fall back on. I guess maybe school, maybe is like to mm. to kind of educate like what. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't need to fall on school. I, but I mean, we both studied that, right? We both understand. You knew that. F- Three names wrote the Star Spangled Banner. And, Absolutely, you know. and there was an F and an S in those names. <laughs> yeah, and we know the lyrics and everything like that. But it's also something is is like the Star Spangled. Uh, this is the thing I started questioning recently, which is how come we play the national anthem before sports? Right. Why? That's weird to me I now. I agree. grew up playing sports. Didn't think anything of it. Yeah. It was just something we did. Yep. And then as an adult, I'm like, wait. Why are we doing this? It's like, remove your hats and place your hand over your heart. I'm like, why? Why do we have to do that? That's kind of weird to be like, yeah. I pledge my... Or the fact that every day was Pledge of Allegiance. Well, and know, that's... And- if you break that down, it's a very interesting... It's a very interesting thing that you ask kids to do. Like, yes. we'll break it, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. So basically you're saying... Everything in my moral being is behind that flag mm-hmm. and what it stands for. It's not a person. It's not looking out for yourself. I pledge my allegiance to that symbol. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. To America. To America, yeah. That's a nationalist sort of thing where I'm like, Ooh. And again, it's not. It's harmless when kid, like, kids stand up and they say it. I stood up every day and said it in school, yeah. and I grew up the asshole that I am. So it's harmless. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it's, you know, I'm not, you know, and not everyone's going to grow up to be. What, you know, uh, in the media, we've, you know, the white nationalists or mm-hmm. the, like, not everyone's going to grow up to be a, a, a fanatic or, mm-hmm. or someone who's dangerous. But at the same time, the, when you go through the words of it, the words are fucking intense. They are. They are intense. It's like reading the, the lyrics to Semi-Charm Life by Third Eye Blind. You're like, this is the fun poppy song. Okay. You're like, you read the lyrics, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is about doing meth. Oh. It's about this guy. <laughs> Oh my! You gave me the first look. We were like, "That's a weird reference." I was I was trying to sing it in my head as you were going. You read it. It's such a fun poppy song. You're like, "Oh, this is cool." But if you break down the lyrics, you're like, "Uh, "Oh boy, this is about a guy like losing his mind on crystal meth." (laughs) You're like, "Uh "Uh oh, okay, yeah." I I was listening to this band who covered it. They're like, "Dude, those lyrics, those are heavy lyrics, dude." I look these up now. He's like, "That shit's really heavy because you know it's a lot's happening." He he you know spits a lot out there. And then when you go through it, you're like, uh, okay, uh, that's pretty intense. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like when you break that stuff down and you really take a look at it, In like you said, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. 
and I forget and to the republic like, for, for which, which it stands, stands one nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice, justice for all. So there are there are points in there where it's like that just that for with liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Like yeah. yes, that's and and ironically, a lot of the people who are are put in charge to to do to to lead the country with this mm-hmm. uh you know with this ideal don't hold up the the standards of that ideal. Yeah. You know, which is fucking ironic. Like a lot of things we pick and choose what we want to Exactly. What yeah. we want to do for our own reasons. But the thought of Natalie having to do that at some point. Right. Stand up and do that. And I'm like, ugh. Right. I'm like, whatever. I, I mean I I remember there was a kid in my sixth grade class who never said the Pledge of Allegiance. Really? He stood up but he never said it. And our teacher called it out, but as a way of being like, this is what's great about our country is Bryce doesn't have to do this. Right. Because he doesn't want to. He chooses not to. It doesn't make him any better or worse. Come He's on. just chose chose not to. I thought it was really weird at the time, like yeah. that his parents instructed him to not do that. Yeah. I was like, Am I his parents? Like, am I the guy that's like, you don't stand and pledge allegiance? Because I also look back, I'm like, who were those people to demand that their child Right. Not do that. Yeah. Not do that. And he just followed suit. He would just stand up. I remember he would always have one knee on his chair. As he stood by his desk and he yeah. didn't say anything, I was like, "That's kind of weird." I think it's one of those things where, and I just, I mean, this is sometimes it's hard to 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 get to this point, but just be to, you know, pulling the kid aside and going, "Look, you don't have to. If you want to, if you want to join the class and saying it, you can. Here's what you're saying, mm-hmm. and breaking it down and going, but you can stand up there and you can not say it too. Mm-hmm. You can, you make the choice. I remember getting tested on it. Like really? we had to, we had to like know what it was. Did you it's have like, to recite it to the teacher one on one? Everyone would have to go really? through and do it and recite it, and she would correct us if we got it wrong. And I was just like, "Whoa!" It was something also like the preamble to the Constitution too, having to do that, or, to, or to the Bill of Rights. I can't remember what it was. The We the People. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what it was at this point. It stuck really well because memorization yeah. really works well. Good for job. stickiness right. uh, in that regard. We got hopefully we're better with learning stuff nowadays, yeah. but. Um, the idea that, you know, I'm okay with Natalie going through that stuff as long as she ultimately makes her own decision down the road. Right. She's exposed to it. That's fine. But it's the same thing with religion for me where people are like, you go to church every Sunday and you're like, okay, this is what I do. Right. And it becomes your reality without being able to ask questions or understand why we're doing it. Well, I think that's one thing that, and that's something that, you know, um, I, for me, I, uh, I never, I, I don't know if I asked questions so much as I just didn't want to go. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, and so like, um, I always remember my mom saying like in, in the Catholic faith, once you get, uh, you, you go through, um, you get your baptism, your first communion and confirmation. And I don't know what confirmation means, but I knew I had to do it. And it was around high school age. And so once she, my mom would say, once you get confirmed, you can make the decision whether or not you want to go, but you have to go until then. It's like, all right, fine. And I would always go and go. And then I got, con- I got my confirmation and I didn't go. And I remember my mom going. Well, we're going to church. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> what age do you get confirmed? Oh God, I. Uh, I think it's like it's in the teens, isn't it? I thought it was. I thought that wasn't 18. It couldn't have been 18. 16. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe. I know it's like kind of like a quinceanera sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like I mean, the thing is, like, I stopped going the minute that I was able to stop going, mm-hmm. and you know, I've got we can we can dive into that conversation at some point, but mm-hmm. like. It's one of those now where it's very awkward around my family because <laughs> they're all still very Catholic and they uh, still go to church. And, you know, when when it when they talk about it or anything, it's like, oh, well, at church or oh, the church is doing this now or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, 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 I have nothing to add to this conversation. I haven't been to church in decades. I don't know. That's something else. The other day, Jill and I heard this family singing happy birthday to their kid. 
And then there was a second verse. I was like, there's a second verse to this song? It's like, happy birthday to you. And then I can't, it says, and then the second verse was, and may the good Lord bless you. And we were both like, that's, we, that's not commonly accepted. I don't we, think that's widely accepted. I was like, is there a second verse to this that we didn't know? Cause I'm like, why are they still singing? And I was like, I, I was like, oh, well, I was like, I immediately was like, and back away, <laughs> and back, and back yeah. away. It's like meeting a gorilla. I'm like, don't make eye contact. <laughs> Uh, like, right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, this is dangerous. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's weird to me yeah. when I hear that stuff. And it's like, hey, no judgment to them, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to know you. Yeah. Like, so it's like seeing the, the, the bomb squad car. Right. I'm like, I'm good. I don't think we need to meet anymore. Yeah. I feel like I know where you stand on some stuff and I don't think we're going to be compatible. I feel there was a, uh, there, every once in a while I'll get, I'll get, um, pleasantly surprised because I'll meet someone who is, who is religious or who is something that I don't share the same belief in, but that person isn't a fanatic about it. Yeah. And I can actually have a conversation. Mm -hmm. They can share their thoughts and I can share my thoughts and we can have an actual like human interaction without, without it feeling. I think the thing for me is that it always feels like I'm being sold on it. And like, that's, that's a hard, that's hard for me. Cause I'm like, I don't, I want to talk to you. I don't want you to sell me on your religion because I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy what you're selling. Let's just talk. Let's just do that. And there's yeah. a few people that I've met that have been able to do that. And I'm like, you're, I, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Just talk to me. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. willing to hear what you have to say. I just don't want to feel like you're a salesman. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because the other day, Jill and I were driving by a church and out front there was a big flag that says, says Jazzercise inside. I was like, that's how they get you. <laughs> Come in for jazzercise, and then that's where it starts, right, right, you know. Right, right. And I was like, she goes, "I'm pretty sure that's for the people that attend the church." I'm like, "You never know, <laughs> you know," because there's there's the sense of it, which uh, I talked about with Sam Cook recently. Actually, that there's parts of it that I really appreciate about religion, which is like the community part of it, mm-hmm. bringing people together. Yes, if you think about way back when, maybe around the time America was founded, and by F. Scott Fitzgerald, by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, and people would come to get, because how often would people see each other? Right. Not often. Right. right? So it was an opportunity for everyone to come together, communal, uh, hang out for a service. And then afterwards, hang out and get to talk to each other, check in on each other Yeah. to the point where it's like, guys, we have to band together because if someone gets sick, they could really die. Right. And that's it. And, and to the point now where if you look at modern day stuff, that sense of community exists in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. You can find that online. Yeah. You can find what better or worse, need. yes. You can find that stuff online. So the idea of a lot of that stuff, it doesn't register with me as much because I feel like I can find that wherever I need to. And I've heard stories of people moving in, uh, not necessarily in my neighborhood or anything like that, but people move in and their neighbor comes over, they bring cookies and also like a pamphlet for their for the church. Mm-hmm. And I was like I'd be like, thank you. I'll put this in my suggestion box, right. which goes into the garbage. Right. And uh, I'd be like, okay. So, because part of that I get, it's like, hey, look, you're new here. Join the community. Right. We're, we're over here. We're here for you and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, you don't know anything about me. Right. Why would you just hand that to me? And that's the sales stuff that you're talking about yep. that I'm like, like hi, so welcome to the neighborhood. Here's here's my church. Like that's your first hello to me. Yeah. I don't want that to be the first hello. Like just talk to me as a person. Get to know me as a person. Yeah. Through conversation, we can figure out where we both stand on things and maybe we have common ground. Maybe I'm looking. Maybe I have questions about my faith and I'm mm-hmm. looking I'm looking for some answers. Then be like, well, you know, if you want to ever stop by, we can you know, we've got, yeah. you know, this and this and this. You know, new newcomers are more than welcome. Great. Like yeah. maybe that maybe that's where I'm at, but f- learn that about me instead of just 
boom, recruit. Recruit, yeah, that's recruit. what it always seems like. Yeah. It seems like some sort of recruiting thing, and I, I think like that, that I think it's an old fashioned thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, hey, you know, everyone was going to church and stuff <laughs> like that, and it's just it's not the case anymore. Yeah. And I'm sure it's probably like, be vigilant, guys. We can't give up on getting people to this church. We right. need to have it and stuff like that. But at the same more time, more followers of Christ. I'm just like, ah, don't don't do that yeah. because and again, I'm getting to the point in my time where I'll be like, yeah, I don't want that. Right. As opposed to politely taking it, I might just be like, you can just keep that in your hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just be very much like, you don't have to bring that here ever again. No, like, thanks. Yeah. And if your kids hang out with mine, just know <clears throat> I'm not going to be following the same rules you are. Right. You know, we, yeah. I'll be good. Uh, I'm good. I'm a good person. Right. But I'm not going to be, <laughs> we're not going to be following a lot of that sort of stuff that right. you think we should. So. We don't, we don't. And likewise, don't want my kid to stay with yours. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they're staying, because who was it? Someone said. Someone told me that if, if someone stayed the night with them on a Saturday, on Sunday, they could only stay if they were going to church with Ooh, them the next day. That was a requirement. Like, if you're staying the night, we are going to church and you are coming with us. Like, that was the that was the rule of law. And I was like, woof. That's very interesting. Woof. If yeah, that was the thing, so I'd be like, sorry, bud. Uh, yeah. Friday, you available Friday nights? Because I'll stay with you on Fridays. <laughs> we going on Friday? Yeah, Because yeah, cool. I'm yeah. not staying. How come you never stay on Saturday? I don't know, man. It's just I'm busy on Saturdays. Oh, man. I got a full McDance card. <laughs> Full. <laughs> can't do it, man. I can't, Just do, can't it. do it. I got a, I got a thing. Yeah, and I got a, I got a bowling thing. <laughs> I think there's You're a twelve. <laughs> right, I got a, a thing. Online bowling, <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I got a wee bowling league. I can't miss it. <laughs> they count on me. I'm the ringer. <laughs> People don't know, but People I'm pretty. Know, yeah. I'm really fucking good. I know how to do the same thing every time and get strikes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's one of those things where a lot of stuff is. It comes from a good place. Yes, it's, it starts out well, and it just it kind of hits this weird spot with me a lot of times where I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Like to a certain extent too. Like I'm I'm that way with Christmas, where I hate the idea of Christmas as it's gift giving. I was like, there's got to be more to it than this. Yeah. and I and again, there's the Christ part of it, right? You know? Christ Mass, exactly. And for me, I'm like, ah. There's tenets of that that I'm like I like the idea of family gathering, sure, spending time together. That's what's cool. I don't like that it's so gift heavy because it gets into a weird spot. I think for me, what I, I and don't get me wrong, I like the gifts. Sure, uh, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm never gonna turn a present away. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think what I like is is where the gifts where it, it morphed into gifts from generosity. Yeah, it was it was about that giving and there you go. <clears throat> maybe it started with. You're sharing a meal. You're bringing someone in and sharing a meal with them, or you're feeding them, or maybe you give them clothing because they have less than, or what? Like, mm-hmm. and that turned into, oh, that's a gift. Now it's gifts. Now it's presents. So now I want an Xbox. Like it, <laughs> it's there's some there's some there's some room in between those sure. two things. But that's where, but we, that's got where we got to. I yeah. think, and I think that's where the the genesis of that was, mm-hmm. and the 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 crux of that, the idea of that, I think is is beautiful. Is that it's it's a season of looking out for other people and giving to other people and just being generous. Yeah. But yeah, now it's just this, it's, it has turned into that consumerism holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. That's one of the reasons it's, it sounds very much like, Oh, there goes, Oh, here's another guy who just hates Christmas. I'm like, yeah, but I don't like, yeah, but I got good reasons. But November 1st, the commercials start. Oh, and these things oh, happen. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. September first. Thank you. Labor Day. It starts. <laughs> um, and you start pools seeing, close and Christmas starts. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I, I get it. Like you want people to buy stuff, and and then there's this weird social pressure where, you know, this last Christmas someone gave me a gift, a coworker, and yeah. I was like, 
I didn't get you anything, and I'm not going to. Right. So now it's weird. Right. I mean, right. I yeah. feel like it's weird because I'm like, I didn't get him anything. Right. But I'm still not going to because I didn't plan on it. Right. I was like, I didn't ask you to. But that's the whole thing. He's like, you're not supposed to. It was a kind gesture. Sure. I appreciated it. But I was like, I'm not going to get you anything. Because right. that's not how my mind is. I don't work. I'm like, I'm going to take care of, you know. Right. Cause, because you could just go and be like, all right, well, everyone gets a gift. Right. It's like, I can't do that. Oh, no, you'll go fucking broke. You can't do that. And, and it's it's just like, that's why I'm like, what are the rules? Let's, yeah. And, and honestly, let's 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 keep it simple. Yeah. Like, let's put a dollar amount to it. 20 bucks right. or less. Let's <clears throat> do that. Well, I think that's where I'm like, if I, like, I don't, like, sure, the gifts around Christmas, that is a, that's a standard. That's a whatever. But, like, I also like just doing the gifts. Like, if I find something that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Doug would like this. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't have to be, I don't have to buy it. I always thought it was hysterical where you would buy something in July because you found it. <laughs> And then you put it in your closet <laughs> and wait for Christmas. Check. Right. Oh, I got this Christmas gift checked off. No, right. buy it and be like, hey, the one time that I found that, um, the was it a Star Wars pop-up book or whatever? Yes. Remember the, that? The, the Thumb, the the thumb, thumb War. Yeah. Yes. And it was a thumb, war, a thumb War Star Wars pop-up book. And uh, I bought that. And I think it was around Christmas. Mm-hmm. But like I gave it to you in no way, shape, or form expecting you to have a gift for me. Yeah. I just saw that and went... Doug would flip his lid over this. Absolutely. And so I was like, that's just what happens. It's like you know? I go to Pop Belly and one of my coworkers loves the chocolate brownies. Yeah. Or cookies. And so I always get her one. Whenever I remember, right. I'm like, here you go. I went to Pop Belly's and I know you like these. So there you go. Ta da. Right. Like things like that. It's, it's, it means more because it feels like, again, I hate the concept of checking a box. Right. The, well, the obligatory gift. There we go. In all stages of life, all manners of professional, right. career level stuff, which was a different podcast. But also, you know, it's like, cool, I got gifts, check the box, we're good to go. I don't like feeling that I have to do something because it's socially required. That right. drives me up the fucking wall. Right. And I cannot stand that because I don't abide by it and I feel like I start resisting <laughs> at that point in time because I'm like, oh, we're supposed to do that? Why? Right. Why are we supposed to? Well, because that's what we do. Why? Why do we do that? And I don't want to be that guy, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not just going to buy something just to fucking buy something because I see just seas of shit. Right. I'm going to start doing that stuff with my daughter, too, where I'm like, we we need to give away some of her stuff. I want to teach her philanthropy. Yeah. Giving back. You have all these fucking toys that you don't play with. Mm -hmm. We're going to take 25% of them, and we're going to package them up, and we're going to give them. Yeah. Because I wanted to understand that, yeah, these are yours, but you don't need all of them. Right. And that's the same thing. It was like, you know, I see birthday parties. I see just seas of stuff. I just I remember talking to Jill being like, I hope we don't get this for her. Like, we do. Not. I was like, right. keep it simple. Right. Or just, you know, give us a gift card. Give us a $10 gift card. Yeah. People are like, ah, oh, it's cheap. No, fucking give me a gift card. Because oh, you know I would what? far rather have that. You know what? Because I can choose what I want to use when I want to use it. Right. Give me an Amazon gift card. Give me anything. I'm, right. I'm happy to take that because then... You know, cash used to be like, oh, that's insulting. No, fucking give me cash. I'm all for it. Yeah. Because then we'll go spend it on something that we need when we need it. Because in that moment, we may not need what you're going to give us. Right, exactly. Especially if it's like, ah, she likes books. Right. Well, we're just going to fart out books. Right. Well, she's got a ton of books. Right. Ah, she likes Captain Marvel. Here's all this Captain Marvel. It's like, okay, but maybe not. Maybe she's not going to be into it either. It's right. Like, no. Like, just, we'll I just, I don't know. When we need. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I yeah. There's one for me personally. There is one gift 
That keeps on giving. That is it keeps on giving. Mm. And if you're ever looking to get me a gift, mm. you can get me tickets to a specific event. Oh, I think I know what this is. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I think it's a throwdown. It's a throwdown. <laughs> so today's throwdown. Mm. Uh, these are all topics, by the way, that I want to come back and re-explore. I think we should. Like these are all topics. I feel like we could mine in. We dipped our toes into all of them. Great depth. Yes. Uh, so today's throwdown. Uh, we're gonna go an old school throwdown. Uh, good. Author versus author. Oh shit. We're going F. Scott Fitzgerald versus Francis Scott Key. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so F. Scott Fitzgerald is an American fiction writer whose works helped to illustrate the flamboyance and excess of the jazz age. <laughs> when you said it that way, he seems so less cool. Francis, of the jazz of age. Of the jazz age. Francis Scott Key was an American lawyer, author, and amateur, amateur poet uh, from Frederick, Maryland, who is best known for writing a poem, which later became the lyrics for the United States National Anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner. Uh, Francis Scott Key was 63 when he passed away. Fitzgerald was 44. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Legacy. Hold on. Uh, yeah, so he had uh, he was an alcoholic, uh, as most good writers are. Uh, what about Francis Scott Key? Nothing about alcohol for him. So uh, he was a slave owner at one point. Was he? Yep. Okay. And he was anti-abolitionist. <laughs> All right. So F. Scott Fitzgerald <laughs> for the win. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I uh, feel like F. Scott Fitzgerald. He's got the uh, he's got the alcoholic strength. He does, but this guy uh, Francis Scott Key also grew up in the frontier. Man, this guy. I mean, he was born in 1779, and he died. In night in eighteen forty three, this guy's seen some shit. Yeah, how to survive? I mean, he was and, born earlier and survived number of year wise longer. Yeah, he, in yeah. a time that was not very forgiving. So for nineteen extra years, right? So um, yeah, but F. he Scott also Gerald his works helped to illustrate the flamboyance and excess of the jazz age. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these drinkers over here! It's crazy. It's cra- jazz hands. Yeah, um, I think I don't know, man. I I feel like I don't know. I feel like he's seen some sh- Francis Scott Key's just seen some harder shit in a time where it was probably less forgiving. Oh no, the jazz days is around. People are spending so much money right before the Great Depression. Oh no, <laughs> like you know, and he's probably saw his first share of shit. But I mean, like America was just getting started. Yeah. When Francis Scott Key was around, and he had to, you know, <laughs> he had to make it make it work. So, and he also uh, he observed uh, the British bombardment of Fort McHenry in eighteen fourteen. Yeah, well, Fitzgerald survived two heart attacks. <laughs> so there's that caused by alcoholism. Caused by probably. <laughs> caused by probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a. Esophageal varices he uh, survived. Uh, oh, wait. Francis Scott Key was Episcopalian. Never mind. He'd lose. He, wait, why? I don't know. I don't think about it. I just thought it'd be funny to say that. Did they only eat vegetables? <laughs> he, never that... got, he never got scurvy. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I was just joking. I don't know. Yeah. he wrote, Let's see. Religious themes. Been speculated. You know, fuck. I, I, the fact that he uh, 
lived longer in a more unforgiving time and he was at whatever fucking fort he was at, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like Francis Scott Key might just be a little bit more. I think he has more of a survivability yeah. in a time that just didn't uh, didn't have much room for error. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Francis Scott Key. So we'll say Francis Scott Key. Francis Scott Key for the win! But uh, then God strikes him down because he was a slave owner and anti-abolitionist. I agree. How about that? Or he just dies God in... for the win! That's a weird one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I guess... That gives me I, an idea for another throwdown in the future. Does it now? Great. God versus anyone? Gods versus gods. That would be interesting. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think we've tapped into that. I don't think we have, and I think uh, we're going to. I think we're going to have to do yeah. that. That'll be fun. All right, gang. Well, that was that was a lot of fun. Happy Fourth of July. Oh, Avengers Endgame is back up there. Is it? Yeah. It's oh, back awesome. on now. Damn uh, it. Even though it's still ranked... It's still ranked 72nd. <laughs> but it's sitting at number two. I'm still posting that. I love it. We're still posting that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. Happy Fourth of July to everybody, even Happy if we 4th. don't remember why we do it or why we do our traditions, but just know that uh, be good humans. That's the moral of the story. That's, that's really the long and short of it. That's it. Be good to each other. Uh, Justin, anything you want to promote? Anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you to uh, Samuel, the Lyft driver, ah. who uh, got a, a ride, uh, ride from him today. Uh in a lift I took, and uh, he said that he had listened to the podcast before uh, in a very random uh, occurrence. So Samuel von Liftdriver. Samuel von Liftdriver. So big shout out to Samuel. Uh, Watching-wise, I-, I don't have anything this week. That's cool. Just be good people. That's cool. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, our son's girlfriend, Jeff, uh, oh, won yes. uh, Best Short Film and uh, Best Actor at uh, the Prairie State Film Festival. That's amazing. Congratulations, so, thank you man. Very much. That's yeah. really exciting. That's very cool. Um, I don't know if I have anything to recommend this week. Um, I thought I did, but uh, I don't think I do. So, bum, 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 bum. Uh, but guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget you can always follow us on Twitch, except for today, because right. we didn't do it today. But follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast. That's the one. Uh, we'll live stream on there most of our uh, episodes so you can interact with us. We're also on all places where you can find your podcasts. I'm doing your bit now. That's not right. Yeah. You can follow us on... Uh, like, wait, that <laughs> that's not how it's done. You can follow us on all of our social medias at MindGap Podcast. You can also shoot us emails, uh, mindgappodcast at gmail.com. And heads up, we've got more Doug's Awkward, Doug Watches Awkward videos coming your way. Uh, it should be fun. Real hoot. Recorded a couple of those. It'll be real fun, so keep your eye out for that. And Justin also exists digitally. That's right. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Spotify. And Google Podcast. Uh, not iTunes, Apple Podcast. Whatever. Know. You we'll know get, what I'm we'll, talking we'll get about. To it. Fucking find us online. Fucking find it. Uh, share us, subscribe, review all the things that we love that you do. And then uh, com slash mindgap. And uh, just keep an eye out on Two East Eighth's stuff. And then if you search on Indiegogo, we only have about uh, maybe two weeks left. Uh, but if you just search Sid Penrose on Indiegogo, S-I-D space P-E-N-R-O-S-E, uh, it is the, our new short that we're uh, that we're looking to make. Uh, shooting has been pushed to August, but uh, we are in the fundraising stage, and you can read all about it uh, on Indiegogo. Check it out. It's a really cool project. Please fund us. Yes. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you again next time. Justin, thank you. Thank you, Doug. Listeners, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Mind Gap Podcast.